What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Omnius Podcast, episode 78. I believe it is 78. Um, but shout out to the people who immediately done came in. I'm trying to wave at everybody, you know, as y'all coming into the chat and stuff like that. We're going to get right into it. Um, you listen to this on YouTube, make sure you like it on Spotify. If you're a first time listener, make sure you subscribe or you follow, turn on your notifications, all that good stuff. But let's let's talk about this real quick. Okay. While this this filter on Instagram is making me look very pro- uh, professional. <laughs> but people have been talking about this submarine for like the past 24, 48 hours. Basically, yesterday, um, the news came out that the submarine was found, but they could not find any bodies. Okay. Uh, which is very, very weird. Okay. Very odd. All right. And basically what's been going on is, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. Everybody is having input on what they think is going on. And nobody knows what the hell's going on. Okay. What I've been seeing on my time feed for the past 24 hours is people making conspiracies by what they think is going on. Let me turn off this... Uh, Dang. <laughs> um, people are making conspiracies on, on what they think is going on and they don't know what's going on. And I say all of that because I've been seeing everything from sacrifices, everything from uh, distractions. I've even been seeing people trying, they, they bringing out the Simpsons episode. You know, when they start bringing out the Simpsons episodes. And and like people have a right to their opinion. But it's like people they they're so quick to run with a narrative instead of thinking for themselves, one. And two, letting the smoke clear. You know what I'm saying? Like first off, I don't even care about a submarine and what they gotta do with the Titanic. I don't care. That that don't have nothing to do with me. And I don't know why we care to begin with. But I'm I'm seeing a lot of like these spiritual Negroes, and I'm not gonna put out any names, but I'm just seeing a lot of woke people, spiritual people, trying to make like sense of of these things and trying to make conspiracies and all type of stuff. And people want to ask me questions in my DMs, and I appreciate it. I I appreciate that people want to know my input on things concerning things that go on in the world and. Sometimes I do give him my input, but this in particular, I just did not feel the need to give any input. I didn't think it was important. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, a bunch of rich white people going down to search for the Titanic was of any importance to us. Evidently, it was. Um, now, of course, this is a good time to inform people who may not know about the Titanic and certain things that may have went down with the Titanic and all those type of stuff, right? All that, all that type of stuff. And I'm not knocking people who want to learn different stuff and learn new stuff and all that type of stuff. But (laughs) there are some people who are giving out misinformation and misleading people based upon what they feel this certain incident is going going down basically right and my my perspective is is unpopular 
I understand that. I completely understand that. And so when people come across my perspective, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to uh, attach to people. I understand that. I'm, I'm very well known of having controversial and unpopular perspectives. But I just want people to be a little open-minded, right? I just want people to really just sit back and observe what's going on rather than just to immediately lead to a conclusion. <laughs> and it, I saw somebody comment talking about like some of the Simpsons episodes be serious. Some of them, excuse me, some of them, and then other times people just be reaching. Sometimes, sometimes people get it. Sometimes, you know, it might align with, with a certain script or, or whatever the case is. Other times, people are just reaching. And I don't think that the Simpsons episode that they, that they got was a part of some mystical plan or whatever the case is, right? I just can't see it. <laughs> And people are always talking about, like, this is a distraction. This is distracting us from a bigger purpose. But here's the thing. The media isn't distracting you. Social media isn't the one distracting you from these things. You're doing it. <laughs> Do you understand that? Like, some people within our system of social media, this community of social media, we are so programmed that... They no longer have to try and pull a, uh, a switch or, or pull something out in order for us to conform or be distracted. They're doing it. <laughs> the, the, the big major spiritual platforms, all the conspiracy platforms, they're pushing the agenda for them. <laughs> they're doing the work for them. They're the ones that are causing the distractions. So you might think, this talking about the submarine is a distraction. The news is going to be the news. But the people who are pushing it on social media isn't CNN. It's not Fox. It's not NBC. It's not the government. It's your black ass. Your black ass is doing it. <laughs> You're the one talking about it 24-7, talking about it's a distraction. You're the distraction. <laughs> you're the one doing it you're the one always talking about it 24 7 you're the one that does as soon as they put something out you want to post it and now it's on everybody's time feed they don't have to do shit they don't have to do a goddamn thing because they got you to do it when all these uh, uh when when a popular shooting happens or whatever happens with uh, a black person, they don't have to push it. People always say like, oh, well, they, they always want to try and, and desensitize our our deaths. No, they don't. No, they don't. You do that. <laughs> You're the one posting it. Nobody's forcing you to post somebody getting shot in clear daylight 12 times. When you look at the news, they blur that out or they cut it before it gets to that point. You want to post the whole thing in 4K. In 4K. It's not the government. It's not the media. It's you. <laughs> You're the distraction. You're the one that wants to make the most noise. You're the one that want to pop out and, and let everybody know 
what what's going on with you. It's like a meme that I saw back in the day. Um, a meme that said like if if Negroes had phones back in the day when they was trying to go in the Underground Railroad, they would have been snitched. They would have been live streaming going down the, the, the open highways and byways to escape. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Not everything is a conspiracy. I understand the world that we live in. I understand the media. I understand COINTELPRO. I understand how social media works and, and programming and, and uh, what they call it predictive programming or something like that things of that nature but not everything just leads to something that's bigger than what you think it is like it's, it's not that deep sometimes it's okay to just sit back and just be like eh and just going about your day <laughs> it's, it's never that deep to just concern yourself about a submarine I mean they had y'all in cahoots with with back in 2020 you know with the ravioli I don't want to say the word because they they still be you know on people's pages for the for the rona but I call it the ravioli <laughs> but they had negroes up in a in a in a hoop with the ravioli had y'all buying toilet paper and and all type of things Sometimes it's okay to just sit back and enjoy the show. Just observe what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I personally think that something went left. Have you ever seen uh, the movie Apollo? When they was going to the moon and there was like an alien or something on the moon. And it was attacking the, the, the astronauts and stuff. I personally think something went left. If, if that's what truly happened with the submarine. If you find the submarine and you didn't find the bodies, I've seen enough like alien movies to know something most likely may have went left. Maybe there was something <laughs> that they ran into they wasn't supposed to run into. You know what I mean? That's everyone's talking about all at my job. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And there's a movie, right? For people who are watching or in and listening. Um there is a movie that came out back in 2021, I believe. And I'm gonna see if I can look it up right now on my computer real quick. There's a movie that came out and it, it specifically shows you like the way that social media works and how the media um how things it's called Don't Look Up. That's what it's called. So there's a movie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. It's a great, it's a masterpiece of a movie because there's an actual threat <laughs> that's happening on Earth, right? And, and Leonardo um, DiCaprio stars in it. And basically what's going on in this movie is that there's a, a, a meteorite or something like that coming to Earth and it's going to destroy the Earth. And they need to find something. They, they're trying to contact the government and everything like that. And they're trying to find anything that they can to destroy the meteorite or, or redirect it or whatever the case is. And nobody's listening to them <laughs> at one bit. But if you look in the movie, if you, if you watch closely in the movie, 
just watch like how the media and social media is acting. They got the whole TikTok going on and the challenges and the singing, all this type of stuff. And it shows you, it makes a mockery of the world that we live in today, but that's what goes on. Something that might actually be happening. And then all of a sudden the media or, or social media, the, the masses, they want to turn into another challenge. They want to turn into a, a, a hashtag. They want to turn in, into memes. And they're funny. I'm not going to say some of these memes aren't funny and, and some of the things, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say like it's not something to look into but <laughs> or, or something to enjoy. But, you know, there, there comes a point where you just have to really sit back and observe what's really going on you know sometimes you're not being played you're the one that's playing you know sometimes it's not them trying to distract you you're already plugged in how do i get this i can't get this uh filter off of my life this is anyways uh let me read some of these comments though uh, the submarine memes. Now they've been funny. I ain't gonna front. Some of the submarine memes been funny. I saw one with uh, SpongeBob and Patrick. That was funny. Um, I've been clowning the submarine sandwich situation. Lord have mercy. <laughs> the submarine sandwich situation. The dollar is dead now. Billionaires are dying. I see a pattern. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've heard that theory though. I've heard about the connection with that and then the connections with the the Rockefellers and in the Titanic back in the nineteen what nineteen twenties. I hear it though. Like I'm not going to deny it or, or speak down on it, but it's Eh. I don't know I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm willing to listen though. Uh, bleeds through into real life through distracted people. But it bleeds. It's cool when it's when it stays on on the internet, um, but it bleeds into real life through distracted people. Ah, uh, right, right, right. I hear what you're saying. I think they found something down there and they made up the missing submarine story so they can research. That could also be true too. I'm 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 open to that as well. Like I'm open to like different perspectives. But some people, they just running with it. They posting, this is what I'm going to tell you about. This is how they sacrificing. And this is, this is a, like, chill out. <laughs> Let this, like, like, they just came out with it yesterday. They just came out with it yesterday. And all these people doing all these videos on it. Like, just chill out. But I that's that's also a good observation as well. I think they found something down there and they made up the missing because that's called a red herring. A red herring is is like they put out some information to distract you while they're doing like the real deal stuff, right? It's kind of like when Dick Gregory um, tried to say that they shot Malcolm from the ceiling. They didn't shoot Malcolm from the ceiling. <laughs> the the autopsy showed that they shot Malcolm uh, Malcolm up front. What Dick Gregory did was a red herring. It was to distract people from what actually happened to Malcolm X. Because he got assassinated by the government and the NOI. And the Nation of Islam refuses to admit that they had uh, 
that they had interactions with the government and that the government was in cahoots with them and still is in some cases. But that's another story for another day. I was listening to uh, the real Kaya. She was saying that they sacrificed them in pleading t- <laughs> the water guys. No comment. I'm not even. That's like Wakanda 2 all over again. But um, what if the ocean was the real universe? Elaborate. Um, Well, they did uh, just come out with the Little Mermaid. So under the sea is just on the trending subject. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been talking about water for a good bit now. Uh, Wakanda 2, or I said Wakanda 2, Black Panther 2. Excuse me. You know, Black Panther 2 mentioned, or they, they were showing like the uh, the underworld, the water, the, the water city, you know, with the Aztec people. So, you know, there's a little trend going on. I think when it when it comes to like those type of subliminal messages, it's not so much as like a spook or so much of like what they're trying to do. It's kind of like a reflection of what was happening internally. Did somebody just ask, was the Titanic a slave ship? The Simpsons did not predict anything. Thank you. Did you just say the Titanic was a... <laughs> I'm What's the Titanic a slave ship? Lord have mercy. I think you might need to ask Google that first. Um mad billionaires have died in 2023. Maybe true. Uh they got a documentary coming out today already. Lord, already. They got them editors on stat. Uh, the father manipulated his 19-year-old son to go on the submarine. Tragic. <laughs> um, Black mermaids exist. Ask any Haitian. You all over the place. <laughs> How we get from... Or, uh, unless I'm late to reading. Because I, I scrolled all the way up, though. Uh, mermaids came from black people. Where are we going with this conversation? Uh, it's cancer season also. It's cancer water sign. I'm assuming it's water sign. Let's look it up. Cancer. Cancer is a water sign. What do you know? <laughs> Under the sea. Under the sea. I only sing that because I see a crab for the cancer sign uh, symbol. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not like when when it comes to like everybody's having a different perspective on these type of issues and like what's going on with the submarine. I'm not against it. Like everybody's going to have like their input, their personal input on what's going on. I am not against it. Like I'm all for anybody just bringing stuff to to the forefront. Like this is how they see it and this is how another person see it. Like. Yeah, <laughs> everybody have their own outlook, but 
nothing is is like detailed if that makes sense like nothing is like re- has real substance like all we can do is assume you know what i'm saying that's what's that's what's great about like observation is just observing and seeing all the different things that's going on but what i'm i'm not one to immediately post something that isn't true or is misleading at least i do my best not to and if there's something that that immediately has come out and i want to get a couple of numbers and stuff i'll ask people like their thoughts <laughs> at best and i might give my own personal input but i won't push no narrative about this is what they're trying to do to us and this is how they're going to distract us and and or like when somebody was talking about the real Kaya talking about the water gods. I ain't hear about that one, but that's a that is a new one. I ain't never heard no the water gods. But um anywho. So the whole thing about the submarine, that's why I titled this like Damn the Submarine. Like <laughs> Damn the Submarine. Like nobody I don't personally care about any submarine. I've been living my best life. I ate good today. I've been editing. I've been focusing on like reading. I just got the Art Art of War book. Uh, my uncle Gary, um, he had an Art of the War book in his in the um, in his living room, and like it was dusty. And I'm like, you got the Art of War? He's like, yeah, I done had it for about a good good. I'm like, you didn't tell me you had the art of war. My uncle Gary be having my uncle be having the books on deck. I was like, let me let me let me rent this. Let me uh, <laughs> let me borrow this for for a minute and and uh, read the art of war. He's like, yeah, you on? I haven't read it in, in so long. Is I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the art of war. But um, Simpsons cartoons shows it. Yeah, I. I well, I don't know if you came in when I was talking about the Simpsons cartoon. I hear it. <laughs> I think it's personally a stretch. I think people took a water episode from the Simpsons and then tried to correlate it to what was going on because I'm just, I'm not seeing the correlation. That's just me. I'm just not seeing it. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not taking it away from, from how you see it. Like, like I said, everybody going to have their different perspective. But, yeah. Everybody talking about the submarine. I don't know why. I'm only talking about it as a way of, like, wondering why is everybody talking about it. (laughs) I'm not talking about the submarine as in what's going on in the incident. I'm looking at it from the outside, like, why is everybody talking about it? Because I'm not understanding the commotion. I'm not understanding the significance of it. Like, damn the submarine. Now, if people, like I said, condolences or whatever people say, like condolences to the families and yada, 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 yada. But I really think, in my in my perspective, right, until the smoke clears, until stuff happens, I think something went left on some Apollo shit. I think something deeply went left. That's just me. So... Yeah, that's how I feel on that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm willing to hear different perspectives and stuff like that, whatever people have to say. 
um, lab-grown meat was approved to be sold in stores. But they've been doing that. To cover up the six point... I don't think it was to cover it up. <laughs> but I, I think I think everybody... I mean, lab-grown meat been... I mean, GMO has been a thing for for decades, you know? So, I mean, fast food restaurants, you know, when it comes, especially like dealing with like places like McDonald's, I mean, we're still going to eat it, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't think it was a cover-up. Like I said before, I think I think we're the ones that are pushing the agenda. Like, I think we're the ones that are making it bigger than what it's supposed to be because a lot of us are plugged in, even when some of us think we're not. It's kind of like with the whole Will Smith when everybody when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, everybody wanted to talk about that. Why? <laughs> people talking making it a race thing, and people talking about protect black women, and people talking about like, fam, it was scripted. Like, we, <laughs> why are we making it bigger than what it needs to be? And then, and, you know, the manosphere, the manosphere people, they had to eat on it. Talk about Jada Pickett. The the conscious community, they had to eat on it. Talk about protect black women. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Harvesting energies. Now it is Jason season. I ain't even gonna front because it is the month of June. For those who don't know what Jason season is, Jason season is, uh, well, we're getting into the Jason season. Um, July, August, September, October, November. So that spells Jason, J A S O N. So, um, Jason season is like when a lot of like stuff goes on. A lot of uh, what we call conspiracies or deaths or whatever the case is, like that's when that's what typically goes on during like Jason season. A lot of like stuff be going on, but um, yeah, fun fact, <laughs> Jason season. Um, yeah, y'all should do your personal research, and I, I might um for those who who have me on Patreon, I might. Put that on Patreon and uh, talk about that and, and really break down Jason, the month of Jason uh, or the five months of Jason. So I might come out with that like because we in the well, we on the 23rd of June. <laughs> so I might come out with that next week, maybe like next Monday um, before July comes around, you know, charge up your chakras, the electricity going to go soon. Lord, that's another conspiracy I don't like. <laughs> the electricity isn't going anywhere. This is like back, I don't know if y'all remember back in the day when they said that um, they was going to be charging us for it, for the internet. They already charge us for the internet, but that's another story. But <laughs> they're not going to take out our electricity. They done too much to for us to get to this point anyway. And taking out the electricity doesn't do anybody any good. Everything runs off of electricity. Anyway. Ain't it funny how as soon as Kevin Samuels died, uh Andrew Tate uh fame tripled? 
well, I don't think those have. <laughs> Andrew Tate was was famous before uh, Kevin Samuels was famous. It's not that the government been creative; they they've been strategic. <laughs> I think we give. It's not that well, I don't even say we give them too much credit. A lot of us just need to unplug. And you know how, like, when people say the government programs people and brainwashes people, I don't think people understand how much they invest personally into the government and into the way that society works. The people are the are the ones who are making everything shift and turn and stuff like that. Is is not them getting more creative? The programming just works. <laughs> That's just how I see it. Personally, the programming just works. It's not that they're getting more strategic. It's that for us who are who are aware, for those who are unplugging, we're starting to see the way that the system works now. And because we're starting to see more and more of how the system works, it's not it's not them getting more strategic or them getting smarter or them getting more intelligent or or more sneaky. We're just now seeing. The hoopla. Let me wave all the all the people coming on in. What's good? What's good? What's good? So it's it's not it's not the government. It's us. It's the masses. You know. But even more so with everything going on, it's not a system that's that keeps programming. Of course, like the system is programming people, but once they plugged in, they don't have to do anything else. At best. Like, they could just literally just put a thing out there. They could have somebody dress up as the devil for an interview on Fox News. Something as little as that. And and the Christians are going to go mad. You're going to hear everything about the end times are coming. and Like, at this point, I feel like sometimes they be trolling y'all. Or us. They They be trolling us. And we'll run with it. I don't know why it paused, but okay. <laughs> am I am I am I saying too much Instagram? <laughs> Is that why y'all paused on me? I'm saying too much. My bad. I didn't mean to put y'all on blast like that. I ain't I ain't mean to put y'all on blast like that. I don't know if it paused for any of y'all. Uh, what's good, Mister Third Eye? Uh, they use us to create the reality. Exactly. And I talked about this in my last episode. Pause every time I get heavy. <laughs> I talked about this in my last podcast episode from um, Sandman with Morpheus. And like the last episode, for those who were there and you remember, you know what I'm saying? Um, basically in the episode, uh, in the last episode, there's an analogy that is used between cats and humans. So when the cats, the cats was of one consciousness and the humans was of one consciousness. When the humans all consciously all together thought of themselves as better than the cats they grew into human form or they grew right um into the size of the cats and the cats grew into the size of the humans so it was the humans that started to build civilization all those type of stuff basically saying uh basically saying that the humans are the ones who are controlling society or rather consciousness is is the power of consciousness that shifts everything 
So when you control the consciousness of the people, that's where the power resides. So when they literally say power to the people, literally power to the people. Like when I talked about um, Dan Sam Idris um, in one of my uh, live streams a few weeks ago, I was saying like the power that we have within, either we're going to utilize that power, that demonic power, or they're going to use it for us. <laughs> either we're going to utilize it or they're going to drain us of it in one way or another, whether we're a reactionary, whether it's a hashtag, whether it's protesting, whether it's going out to vote, whether it's whatever the case is, they're going to find a way for you to to unconsciously use your energy and your power for their purpose. It just is what it is. So yes, collective consciousness is very powerful. When everybody thinks the same way, the programming works. <laughs> and as much as people try to claim they're not a part of the system or they're not a part of the matrix or whatever you want to call it, even those who claim they're not of it are of it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> Somebody said Frankenstein. Literally, people are, are walking Frankensteins. People are out here walking, clearly walking like Frankensteins. It's, it's ridiculous. It's beyond me. They harness our powers through fear. Yes. Fear, repetition, and symbols. I believe that's what um, Brother Panic said. Fear, repetition, and symbols. That's how they that's how they program us. And if they if they can get y'all emotionally and they can get y'all through programming and all that type of stuff, like they got you. <laughs> and a lot of us are programming, we don't even know it. Like if you if you just study the pattern of what you do on an everyday basis, you'll realize how program excuse me. You realize how programmed you are. Like you wake up every day, you get on your phone, scroll through your phone for like an hour or two hours. You realize, oh snap, I've been on my phone for about this time. And you go and it's a, you just, you just have to study yourself and like in everything that you do and realize like, am I really being productive for myself? <laughs> like, can I really break the cycle and really like, instead of waking up and getting on my phone, can I wake up and just brainstorm or meditate or just be at peace with myself. Like, can I do that? And if you find yourself struggling <laughs> to like be without your phone for a certain amount of time, I think they got you. <laughs> and I'm not saying um, that any of us is, is innocent of those type of things. Now it happens you know, it happens to the best of us, but you know, it's something as little as that. Like, it's it's to a point where this strategy, this system, whatever people want to call it, is so complex and intelligent and strategic to where it's not so much of the higher ups pushing anything. Like I said before, there's a lot of things playing at hand. So. Auto books <laughs> or audio books. I haven't listened to an audio book in a long time, though. Somebody said I'm an oracle from the Matrix. Big props. 
the dopamine trap. Mm-hmm. Because it's that dopamine of, of seeing the likes and seeing the comments and, 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 the, and the colors. Very colorful. All these apps are very colorful and all those type of stuff. And, and you getting comments and you getting DMs. And I would know because, you know, my, my platform has blown up or has grew in the past six months, you know. So I definitely firsthand know about that. Quick satisfaction. But speaking of, of satisfaction, right, we're going to shift conversations real quick and we're going to get into Dr. Umar Johnson. All right. These are the big, big topics of this week that I've seen with with uh, what's going on in our community, <laughs> whatever we want to call it, community or whatever the case is. So Mr. Umar, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson has been going viral because he is holding black men responsible for the poor decisions of the hood rats the the women out there who complain about not finding a good man and then also choosing the ones that are not good for them those women <laughs> and what we're going to do is because I can't show y'all the video, and I do apologize for that, when I get my, my live stream running and stuff like that, and I get my stream yard running, it's going to be game over. Okay, let me get my Cam Link Pro and get my stream yard running up, and I can start sharing live streams and all that type of stuff. And so we won't have to do, a, <laughs> do the live streams on my, on my phone per se. We just do it on my, on my laptop. But y'all going to be able to hear the things that Dr. Umar has to say on here. And there is clear audio on here. So do not fret. And hopefully nobody will try to call me or interfere in the things that I have to say or what is being uh, played. So it's over 17 minutes. Hopefully we won't be doing like an hour long uh breakdown but it is what it is um, i'm also going to be reading comments as well um as soon as i get done with my inputs and stuff like that or if i feel like it contributes to what i'm saying and so we're going to get right into it so keep sticking around we still we still going in let me uh, connect this connected to Tyrone's MacBook Pro. Connected to Galaxy Tab A. There we go. Oh, let me pop this up. Her first feminist magazine they paid for. Mm. The CIA brought feminism into the white household Miss, uh, to get the woman out the house. Mel and into the black household to turn a black woman against Melvina. a black man. Mm. Mm -hmm. To scapegoat us for problems caused for her by white supremacy. So, Let me do it this way. You know, obviously, you know, a big thing, obviously, we, we spoke about the, the gender wars, you know, earlier. Um, obviously, there's a lot of conversation nowadays about, you know, the value of what a woman brings and the value of a, what a man brings in a relationship. And now there's a lot more rhetoric from our women that we hear is I'm strong, independent. I don't need no man. Right. So, that's just that, that's pain speaking. Though, right. Because most black women know they will never get a man. A black woman can have sex whenever she wants. Right. Because she's beautiful. She can have a bedmate 
but to have a soulmate she may never get. I have two daughters, 11 and 20, mm. right? My oldest would be 21 this week. Statistically, right? There's a strong chance my daughter could be one of those. I hope she's not. She could be one of those who never get a husband because only one out of four gets a husband. You see that? So when a black woman says, I don't need a man, that is a reaction to the reality that I may not get a man. Why not preach? Because I understood, you know, you're, you're obviously against interracial relations when it comes to black Absolutely. men with black women. I mean, with white women. With all uh, women. You should only be with the black woman. And you will say, well, if you can't find a good woman in America, there's Go somewhere else. In Absolutely. Africa. So why not teach that same rhetoric to our women? Like, if you, I do. If you, so I like tell you, sisters all the time, go to Africa. So I then, know sisters who marry. I just, I just uh, spoke with a sister. She invited me to the wedding. She just married a brother from the continent. So, I, but instead of saying they, they will never I'll get married, I'll take sisters to Africa who married brothers they met right. in Africa. Right. So yeah, I, I think there's plenty. There's plenty. I think there's obviously plenty of black men, yes, black it is. women. So and what I also tell black women, if married, you're going to go get you an African man from the continent, right. you're going to have to understand that the way in which you talk to black men in America mm. will not be tolerated over there. Mm -hmm. Why the it, fuck is it tolerated here? It's not tolerated here. That's what we're trying to tell them. Well, over here, I want to say this to us, though. Mm. Because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for. Let's be honest. Mm. The black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself, mm -hmm. although imperfectly. Mm -hmm. She's had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began in the 1970s. You mm -hmm. understand me? Mm -hmm. Most of our children are raised by a single mother right now. Mm -hmm. And it has been that way for about 50 years. So when a sister says, I don't need a man, because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down. Okay, let's, let's analyze this real quick. Okay, so... First off, he goes off and say that black women can't really, one out of four black women are not going to be compatible for a relationship or won't really find their soulmate. That sounds like a personal problem, but okay. <laughs> so the men on the, on the podcast, they respond and say, well, you tell, you know, when it comes to the men and they can't find a sister, you tell them to go elsewhere. They find beautiful black women elsewhere. So do you tell black women to do the same? He said yes. And but he also makes known that the way that they talk to African, um, well, we all African, uh, the way that they talk to black people who were born in Africa, all the type of stuff, West Africa, so on and so forth, that how they speak to them can't be tolerated um, or won't be tolerated or accepted aside from how they talk to black men in America. That is some BS because <laughs> if they can switch on their femininity to be feminine for a black man in Africa or a black man in the UK, they should do the exact same thing for a good black man in America. That's how I see it. But Dr. Umar wants to bring in the history of it, that you have to look at this from a historical perspective and understand what's being played here. I understand the historical perspective. I do. But the historical perspective does not take away from you being a grown ass woman and knowing how to talk to a grown adult or a man properly. If they can do it for 
the African man, right, or black people born in Africa, if they can do it for non-black men, then the reason why they can't do it for black men has to do with self-hate. And that has nothing to do with black men. Of course, there, there's a part that plays a hand at that when it comes to the history of the man turn, being turned against the woman, the woman being turned against the man. But if she sees, and, and this is why I say in, in my videos, you know, when I do my videos about these type of topics, that she has to see more value in those other men than she sees in you. And if she doesn't see value in you, it only can reflect how she sees herself because y'all two are one and the same. You see what I'm saying? So if these black men, these good black men can also also appreciate women in this country and in other countries, then you can't be putting this on the men. <laughs> you can't say it's the black men's fault for why they can't find compatible partners. For why these, these women keep finding the trashy men, the pookies and ray rays. I hate using that term, but that's what Dr. Umar wants to call them. Or that's what the people in the panel want to call them. But let's continue. Or when you meet a woman and you say, sister, I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man. You ain't got the work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever. Pull back. I got you. And she can't do it because all the other men before you mm -hmm. who disappointed her. So what I'm saying is, black man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that. And then we, we want to act like we didn't play a role. Okay. We have to be held accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. No. No. What the what? The hell, Dr. Umar? No, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I can't get with that. I can't get with that program. I'm sorry, Dr. Umar. I can't get with that program. You mean to tell me that I have to be patient with a woman that can't even be patient with herself? I have to tolerate a woman that can't even tolerate herself? I have to see it through with a woman that never did the, the personal internal work on herself, even though I had to do it? No. This type of message is going to set a lot of males up for failure. <laughs> Expeditiously set them up for failure. Bugging. Bugging big time. I can't get with this. I can't get with that. I hear where he's coming from. And I'm, I'm sure he means well. But I'm not responsible for a woman that keeps choosing bad men. These women know when a man isn't good for her they know their 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 tuition tells them intuition <laughs> not tuition their intuition tells them when when a man isn't good for them but they choose to ignore it so i don't want to hear that yeah every, everybody didn't have the the same upbringing everybody wasn't raised the same way everybody didn't have a father yada 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 i can't help that that's beyond me that that's personal just because i was raised right and i was you know shown the right direction and i did the personal work to love myself and to be and to find a compatible partner and i know right from wrong i'm not obligated to to help another person who is too ignorant and too stubborn to see it.
that's wasting my life away. I'm not going to waste my life away for somebody who chooses to waste their life away. Oh, women are his fan base. You know, I've, I've heard some people say that, you know, he talks like this because, you know, majority of, of his audience are black women. You know, I would have loved to see, you know, a debate between Kevin Samuels and Dr. Umar. I would have loved to see it if it, if it, you know, if it was possible during this time. But, you know, then again, at the same time, you know, some people... You know, when it comes to, like, people like Kevin Samuels and stuff like that, people have to, like, imagine it, if that makes sense. Like, people be like, oh, I wonder what Kevin Samuels would have thought about this. But it's like, when it comes to people who pass or transition, all you have to do is, like, really study people to know what they would have said, you know? Like, when it comes to Malcolm X, like, when I started reading The Message to the Black Man... And I started reading up on my Dr. Umar, or Dr., not Dr. Umar, um, Dr. Amos Wilson and Dr. John Henry Clark. I didn't have to think back and be like, how would they have thought on these on these subjects? It was because of me studying their books and studying their concepts that it was ingrained in me <laughs> to react or to program or to respond the way that they would have. So, you know, things like that. Let me wave at some of the people up in here. The Ghetto Messiah. That is a <laughs> that is a nice Instagram name. But uh, let's continue. See what you're saying. You're selecting a poor mate, and what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one. So of course you're going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. Who is we? I get so tired of people using the word we. Who is we? Anytime that that some of these these black females, some of these toxic black women out here do something wrong, now is now is we got to do better. We black men got to do better. Who is we? <laughs> Who is we? Somebody said where the school at? <laughs> Give it time, David. <laughs> but nah, like what? Why, 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 why are black men who is like you can't tell black men who are also the most involved with their, their, their kids statistically. Right. Who are most involved with their kids who are who are better fathers who hold it down for their household. You can't tell them and try and put it on black men. And try and put it on black men as a whole that it's their fault that they needed to do better, that they walked out on their kids. Anyways, let's continue. We are not. They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males, what we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking, what we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. Agreed. She got a right to be angry with us. I understand we have that. not been on our job as black men. If the that. men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may yes, be a damn good father. You may yes. be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? 
What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? Yeah, after she let like three to four or five dudes run through her. Give it a break. <laughs> no man is responsible. And I understand what he's getting at. He's getting at things from a, a, a community-based perspective. There is no community. You can't... If you out here building your family up and you building yourself up, you can't go out of your way, especially if you're not qualified or in that occupation to do that. No black man is just obligated to go back to the community. Everybody can't be a community activist. And and Dr. Umar is acting like everybody can be like him. Everybody can't be a, a therapist or a psychologist or somebody to reach out to the youth in, in particular environments and stuff. That's why we have people like Eric Thompson. That's how we have that's why we have people like King Randall. People who know what it takes to reach out to those kids and to those young fellas out there in the hood because they they were raised up in those environments. They were raised up and, and they've been there, done that. I you can look at me and tell I ain't, ain't set up for that. <laughs> You can look at me and tell, I ain't hood. I'm not hood. I don't have that. I don't have that dog in me like that. I don't have no rut roller. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not from those streets. And you'll never catch me in them. I'm not built that way. I'm not built for it. So you can't tell me as a black man that I'm obligated to go to go there and put myself in harm's way. If me. Knowing who I am, you're going to try and tell a man who probably making 10, 10 bands a month, 20 bands from from selling stuff to people and doing stuff in in the hood. And you're going to try and give him a church service sermon about what he needs to do for people. That's not going to get him. <laughs> that might that might get you beat up or worse. You know, some things just need to be strategized. You can't tell black men to go back to the community just because it sounds good. It sounds good on paper. It sounds good on a goddamn mic. But when you when you really put it to action, it doesn't hold. There has to be specific people, specific men that know what they're doing and know how to reach out to them. Like the Nation of Islam, the Nation of Islam has a lot of ex-thugs. Malcolm X was an ex-thug. There, there are some people that know what it takes to reach out to those kids. Let them do it. Don't tell black men to do it. Create a program and do it. You can't tell black men that they're responsible for somebody else's kids. What? Dr. Umar, how are you going to tell black men that they're responsible for somebody else's kids... And it's the women that are raising them. It's the, it's these the hood rats that are raising the Pookies and Ray Rays. Not the black men. Some of these hood rats, they run off the fathers. These 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 black females, they they they're the ones that are choosing the bad men. <laughs> and you're gonna put this on the on the good men because they left. Because some of the men that were raised up in those environments, they did good for themselves. Come on, Dr. Umar. 
And you see, that's something that I can absolutely respect about the Nation of Islam. Like, they, they, they bowed it, bowed it. You can say what you want about, you know, Farrakhan and, and what they did to Malcolm and, and what they did to Khalid. But one thing about them, they have a program. One thing about them, they know what it takes to turn a man, to, to turn a, a, as they call it, a nigga into a god. <laughs> they know what it takes. There, there's, a, there's a programming. There's a, a set of discipline that they have. You can say what you want, but their program works. You see how they turned Malcolm. You see how they made Farrakhan. Whatever programming that Elijah Muhammad gained or received... Which I believe Elijah Muhammad had connections to Marcus Garvey. Even though some of them tried to claim that it, that he wasn't. But I do believe Dr. John Henry Clark said that Elijah Muhammad was a part of Marcus Garvey movement. Don't source me on that. But I do believe he said that in a, in a documentary or somewhere in an interview. But that programming, that, that, that set of discipline. Yeah. Anywho, let's continue. The minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough. I she had I, to I, become masculine to survive the rape, I, the molestation, I, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how I, we created that? I understand that, but she needs if to be If we was more loving selective. our women and, and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That and, personality and has a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making jump. her a scapegoat. No, she's the, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's, there's good Can quality men that they ignore. Why, she even got it? Why, why, why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask her that. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a pookie in the selection. Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's What? Can we run that back? He said what? Your question. That they ignore. Why, she even got it? Why, why, why is there even a pookie in the selection? You got to ask her that. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a pookie in the selection. What? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes and rappers to raise them. That because black men abandon black boys and have allowed social media and athletes and rappers to raise them. Where are the stats for this? That and this is what I was talking about. This is such a vague statement to make because it's not true on any level. How are you going to put this on black men? <laughs> She's the one giving birth to the babies. She's the one that chose to have Pookie, Ray Ray, Deshaun, Daquan, Rashad. She chose to have these men up inside her. She chose not to wear the condom because I don't like how it feels. She chose not to, to check her schedule and realize she was ovulating during the certain times of the week or the month. You know what I mean? Somebody said media heavily affects our communities. Media has, it, it does play an effect on our communities, but at the same time, the media, it just goes back to the, the household and who's raising the kids because media didn't have like a, a heavy effect on me because I was raised in a certain household where media wasn't 
<laughs> the end all be all. I didn't have a phone at six and seven years old. I didn't have a phone until I was 14, 15. You know? So, we could say it has an effect in our communities, but it's only because we allow it to. People can say, oh, the, the rappers and artists are, are setting a bad influence, but you're supposed to be the first influence. You're supposed to be the primary influence. Right, and telling the young what to do is not going to end well. You over here trying to play stepdad, and, and you getting cussed out by an eight-year-old. You get cussed up by an eight-year-old and you can't tell me what to do. Now you get in trouble with the mother when you try and discipline the child. Now you might get locked up. Now she might call the actual dad and now you six feet under. You see what I'm saying? Malcolm said himself, the first teacher of the child is the woman. If I had a horn to hunk, I would hunk it. The first teacher of the child is the woman. Let me know. I'm um, going to lie together about this stuff. Almost dealt. Uh, Sun Goddess Firestar. What is good? Lazy parenting. Yes. And you have kids out here raising kids. That's another thing. You have kids out here raising kids. And I strongly believe in generational curses. I'm not religious on any scale. But when it comes to like continuous generations of single parents, single mothers, two to three baby daddies, thinking about kids before marriage, thinking about kids before commitment. I refuse to believe that's by coincidence. <laughs> I strongly believe in generational curses. I strongly believe in it. Can it be broken? Yes. But I strongly believe in it. You ever see people, you know, come out of like dysfunctional households and, you know, you might have a friend who was who had a, a very dysfunctional mother or a dysfunctional father. But you slowly start to see like little bits of traits in them. It may not be in how they treat people, but as soon as they get mad, as soon as they, they get riled up or emotional, there goes their father. There goes their mother. And those are things that you have to learn to control. Not everything that is passed down to you by the ancestors is good for you. You might be your ancestors, but you might come from a lineage of ancient niggas. You 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 might you might be your ancestors, but your your future ain't looking so bright. <laughs> You have to learn to turn all that chaos, all that recklessness into something good. You have to learn to recycle that energy. You know, you have to learn from your past, learn from the ones before you and do better. You know, you don't believe in generational curses. You don't have to. But I mean, generational curses is the only term that I can use for the predicament. Yeah, every ancestor ain't worth honoring. Some ancestors weren't shit. It just is what it is. <laughs> so if you if you come to realization of this and you you come from a family of, of just realizing like dang, like everybody that I know in my family dress 
they're not productive, they're not on the level that I'm on. This is where the lineage can now be reborn. This is this is the part where you are supposed to set anew. And you're responsible for that. So it's your responsibility to push yourself out of that cycle before you repeat the cycle. You know? One nation was good. But let's continue. That's why she with Pookie. If we never allow Pookie to develop, she would not have a Pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm-hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. I can't. No. No, Dr. Umar. <laughs> if black men want to want to get on the come up, they're going to find women that they're compatible with and leave the dead for the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. No no man, no black man in general is responsible for another woman's trauma. She's responsible for her own trauma and how she's going to deal with that. It is what it is. This world ain't fair. <laughs> Nobody said you come into this world being given a, a nice life. Some people, you're you going to come into this life messed up. You're going to have continuous trials and tribulations. It's not easy, but it's your responsibility to get through it. Don't play victim. Don't say, why all this happening to me and why ain't this and that? Don't don't keep always pointing outside of yourself. (laughs) What can you do for for yourself now? What can you do to give yourself a better future now? But see, that would be individualist. As as Dr. Umar say. Right? Not even just black men, but no self-respecting man is about that. Like, no no man is gonna put up with a woman who who is is not just mistreats men, but mistreats herself. You know, not only don't respect men, but she don't even respect herself to be acting that way. But let's continue. I can hear that. I'm not saying that that they're right to disrespect because even if a woman disrespects me, right? Mm. That still don't give me a right to disrespect her because she's still the queen of the community. Even if she's not acting like it, I'm going to give her that respect. But when I hear brothers talk... Respect is earned, Dr. Umar. Respect is earned. I had to learn that the hard way. Respect is earned. You can claim that you know, the women, the category of women that he's talking about are the queens of the community. Respect is earned. And if out of this so-called community that you talk about, there there is a byproduct of dysfunctional men. You you have to go back to the ones who are producing these men. What's good, Miss My Art? Let's continue. Like this discourse we have now, yeah, yeah. we act like we don't understand. No, there's reasons for that shit. I do understand. I, I, women are so valuable. You get what I'm saying? Like I think women ground men and help them, you know, propel to the to the next level. I, I think men go, get further in life with a woman, mm-hmm. right? But when I, if I'm a hardworking man, but I'm only looked as as resources, okay, and then she's ready to jump on Tom, Dick, and Harry because 
he has he's he got flash he's uh shining a little bit more his access to money is quicker than mine it's it's kind of hard to have that that well no one i agree with you but that's not all sisters no it's not it's and not. if you're constantly running into that type of woman yeah then the problem is you because you're attracting a certain low vibrational energy why, yeah, why is why? so <laughs> when it comes to men who are attracting bad women is low vibrational but when it comes to women who keep attracting bad men the black men need to do better ain't this about a bitch ain't that something <laughs> when it comes to the black men it's the it's the vibration it's the vibration it's low vibrational and 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 you just need to look deeper and really need to raise your vibration and frequency up so that you can find the right woman for you. But when it comes to the woman, now all of a sudden is the, 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 it's you brother, you're the one that keeps running away. You're the one that ain't raising the kids. You're the one that that's not there for her to pick a, a better partner. Let's continue. Uh-oh. What happened to the... That's not all sisters. No, it's not. It's and if not. you're constantly running into that type of woman, yeah. then the problem is you. Because you're attracting a certain low vibrational energy. Why yeah, why, is why that? Why not that same energy for the, for women? You just, you just again, you have because the man Because we have a conversation as men. Yeah. I got, I got plenty of interviews with all women where I check them too. Right. But as a man, you should not be concerned about what I say to them. Mm. No. As men, we should be concerned of what we're going to do to produce a better generation of black males for tomorrow. That's the only, that, women, that is where we should be focused Women bring the choice of life, right? We understand that, right? I can't have a, a, a child unless a woman agrees. And she can't a carry woman, one if you or, didn't put it in her. I agree with that 100% too, right? But whether or not, if you want that child or not, she can still make that decision. It's only if up to her. you don't put a seed in her, nothing else happens. And no woman can make you put a seed in her. So the original act was the responsibility of a man. True. I mean, right. so did, did black men willingly? As an unpopular perspective, I completely disagree with that. Some people say that when it comes to a man and a woman and they have intimacy and let's just say that he slips up and she gets pregnant, that the man is responsible the man doesn't have to be responsible. He's not obligated. Now, um, you know, generally, when you think about it, when two people lay in bed, that, okay, you lay in bed with a girl, now you, you're responsible for the child. And that's, it sounds good, right? And I'm not against it. But <laughs> if a man ain't shit, if a man is trashy, and he lays down with you, and you have, you get pregnant, and you tell him, you pregnant and then he don't want to do with that baby and now you're looking at him type of way <laughs> what you uh, there's nothing there's nothing biological or in nature for for that to be wrong you should have just chose better you should have kept your legs closed you should have used the condom but, right, that's her fault. 
sounds bad. It sounds harsh. It sounds cruel. And, and some women don't want to hear that because they want it to be equal. They want it to be 50-50. You know, it takes two to tango. Yeah, but only one can get pregnant. Do better. <laughs> yeah, it takes two to tango, but only one get pregnant. Choose better. Look after your own body. Before you waste 18 years of your life, choose better men. You're not holding men responsible. It's not about holding men responsible. It's about are you going to do better for yourself and your body? If you know the threat of a man that can just leave your life and you stuck with the baby for 18 plus years, do you really want to do you you want to have this argument with me about holding men responsible when there's men out there who clearly won't hold themselves responsible? Just look after your goddamn body. Just do better. What? <laughs> and, and see, it's those type of combative women. They're just going to end up like that anyway. They're just going to end up like that anyway. Anyways, let's continue. Leave the household or was it the system that was It was systemic. All right. So how, if, we, if, if we giving them grace for them having to do it without us, but it wasn't our fault. How are we not getting that same grace and that same respect? I'm going to tell you why. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because black men, as the leaders of the community, now, uh, we can't be leaders. Here's the, here's the question we got to make. Here's the, here's the question. Oh, we getting uh, advertisement. I'm going to let that advertisement play out. Somebody says, it takes two to tango. Um, they use that when it suits them, but not when talking about <laughs> the abortions. Lord have mercy, Mensa Don. Yo, what's good, goat? What's good, Shank? Omar pandering. He doing something. He listen. I don't know what it is. Who he 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 trying to tap into? But he doing something. Like this ain't the message for 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 black men. I'll say that this is this is not the message to be teaching young black men. This is this type of like nah. <laughs> We've got some of the people up in here. All right, let's continue. Because the argument y'all make, yeah, feeds into the feminist agenda. Okay, it's mm. an argument that says I don't want the responsibility. I'm a leader. I don't want to fix shit. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fall back and let her run everything. That's what the feminists tell. They say, look at them, making excuses for why they can't be better men, making excuses for why they can't make better men. You understand? That is a cop out. <laughs> How is a man saying that he going to leave from chaos? He's going to leave from a bad environment or from women who don't want to get into his leadership. And that feeds into the feminist agenda. That don't even make sense. Like, what? How are you going to tell men? Right. And who was y'all? I I hate that the y'all and we black men like. It's vague. It's it's very disingenuous to try and group, or generalize black men. You know what I'm saying? 
it's like these these rhetorics, these these talking rhetorics on social media is ridiculous. But that's that's <laughs> how can you say something like that? How can you say because a black man is doing better for himself elsewhere? Doing doing better elsewhere in a better environment with his black woman. And because he chose to do better, because he did, he chose not to tolerate with with the mistreatment, that feeds into the agenda. If anything, that shows the agenda being toxic as it is, because the women aren't holding themselves responsible or accountable for the men that they choose. That doesn't feed into the agenda. That doesn't uh, prop up the the agenda. That shows how more toxic the agenda is. Because how you how you gonna point fingers at the men, the good black men, and you the one you keep rolling up and laying down with the pookies, with the trashy men. Let's continue. Your argument feeds the feminist narrative. That's, that's, not, dangerous. that's not what we make it that's this not, for. Not, I'm we, saying I am the better man, but yeah. I shouldn't be held responsible because you wanted to choose a pookie and a ray ray. That's not me. I work too hard. And I'm gonna my go life. back to what I said. Pookie and Ray Ray shouldn't exist. And the only reason why Pookie, Pookie and Ray Ray exist because we're not in the community making those boys the men they need to be. Do you All see right. that? And she um, don't get a Pookie if you didn't allow a Pookie. But she right. got an Eli. She ain't come to Eli. She went to Pookie. And that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> she wouldn't have had a Pookie to, if we I didn't allow too one. Hard in my life. Right. She wouldn't have had but, a Pookie if we didn't but, allow but, one. But Dr. Moore. We men supposed uh, to make the brace the brace. Right, right. We right as men, we as men, is holding other men accountable for for the same thing that you're talking what, about what, right what, now. What, what are we doing for the young brothers in the street? So what you mean, mentoring them? No, I mean he's a great father. Mm -hmm. my, I ain't talking about that's individual. I, that's good, uh -huh. but that's individualism. Yeah. What are we doing collectively as men mm -hmm. to change the trajectory for black boys in the streets right now? I, I Nothing. Mean, we're, we're being but a voice. talking shit. Yeah, I mean you could. Oh Lord. And this goes back to what I said originally. You can't tell black men collectively to do something for an environment of people, uh, 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 a collective of people who are programmed to be dysfunctional. If you're, like I said before, if you're willing to go into those environments and do those type of things, there has to be a strategy and a program. Like when I was talking about with the Nation of Islam, you just can't genuinely go on a platform and telling black men that all they do is talk and mess on social media and they ain't trying to help nobody. Why, why is trying to reach out to people who most likely can't be helped the motive? For me, for people who follow me, y'all, y'all know that my platform is for those who can help themselves on their self-improvement and self-individual heroes journey. I'm not into trying to help out the community or trying to help out the black race. I'm helping out those who are individually black, proud, and want to do better for themselves. That's what I'm for. I do not believe in a black utopia. You're going to be running for this black utopia until the day that you hit the grave. It sounds harsh, but it's reality. <laughs> so you can't tell there has to be a specific body or a specific set of black men who can reach out to those particular communities you can't tell the masses 
or the general the general basis of black men that they need to go back when most of them don't feel obligated to. And they don't they should they have the right to not feel obligated. Because they have to look after their own kids and they have to look out after their own personal communities. Anyways, let's continue. It's not going to get better unless we put hands on deck. The reason the athletes and the rappers are the role models is the professional black man moved out the hood. With no, the reason why the, the, the athletes and the rappers are the role models for black kids is because the, the parents aren't doing their duty. They're not doing their due diligence. That's why. Let's continue. Dennis at. He ain't in the black community no more. Mm -hmm. Where the lawyer at? Where the business owner at? Where your city council person at? We abandon no, no black is. boys and then we blame black men for poor choices in mates that they should not even have to make if we did a better job raising our boys the right way. At the end of the day, if I'm going to call myself a man, mm. the ultimate responsibility for reconstruction of the black community rests with me. Mm. Yes, they have a role. Mm. Yes, they have responsibility. Mm -hmm. But as a man, as a leader, mm. to say I can't fix this shit unless she changes, that's not the definition of a man. I, I don't See, yeah. I think we're, not, we're on two different accords. Like, yeah. I don't think we're saying that. What I'm saying is... I am I'm capable of being that leader, that provider. I've worked hard in my life. You get what I'm saying? I should not have to. Dude, you still go back to individual. But I only feel like we tell black men that we have to now deal with masculine women, women with children. Why by is other she masculine? Because she's had to raise the kids alone. Not one. That's not the point, Umar. <laughs> That's not the point. The point isn't about whether or not how she got masculine and, and the whole history of her trauma. The point is. You want to do better for yourself and you've gone through the history and you've done you've done the work. Basically, you've done the work to get to where you are today. You shouldn't have to put up with less. That there's a lot of us black men who are capable of running a family, who are capable of running a household, who are capable of running a nation, a kingdom, whatever term you want to use. But he is saying that he should not feel obligated to look for a woman out there or to tolerate or deal with a woman out there who doesn't even trust his leadership to begin with, who have multiple kids with multiple men, who don't know the first thing that it means to follow a man's leadership other than at work. Let's continue. So you, tell me, a whole I, community. So you mean to tell me I, the only woman I can look forward in my life is a masculine woman that has kids by no, other men? No, That's what I have to no, look forward to? But I'm see? telling you, mm. mistakes made by black men mm. systemically mm -hmm. gave rise to the conditions that allowed her to be masculine and made her end up with a man that you consider to be less than what he should be. And I'm telling you, black men are responsible for her being masculine because we have not helped to raise them children. I, I am and not. when I say help them raise them children, I don't mean you as the stepdad. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean you yeah, yeah. as an active member Definitely. in the community. Yeah. Where we go to every single parent black mother and say, how many sons you got to? How many sons you got to? Well, guess what? That's your son's big brother. That's your son's big brother. He taking him to school. He doing the homework. He going to spend a couple hours with him every Saturday. He got his own kids too, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he going to make time for you. <laughs> Umar, how are you going to tell people, black men, that they have to make time for other people's kids? Lord have mercy, Umar. Mind you, right? We're, we're dealing with a man 
who who travels and 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 speaks and does all type of stuff like this is his this is his work this is his living is to do those type of things is to reach out to the youth to talk to the youth to talk to the kids you can't tell men to to play the same position you're playing everybody can't do that that's why i'm saying it's, it's vague to tell black men to apply themselves to this I mean, he's telling black men who who also have their personal jobs, they have their own businesses, they have their own families to make time for other people's kids and families. <laughs> That's ridiculous. She got masculine because she had to become masculine in order to deal with the rape, the abuse, the domestic violence, the, the disappointments that men had in her life. Listen, nobody cares respectfully nobody cares everybody's been through something if these good black men also went through that and did better for themselves and found therapy and found knowledge of self and are doing better for themselves they should not have to put up with a woman who have not done the same work they have that is what you call a high value man that's exactly what you call it That woman's going to work for that pay raise. That woman's going to work and do better for that West African man with a lot of riches. That Arab man, that Asian man. She can't do the same thing for her own black men who just up and down the street from her. That's not on the men. That's not on the men. Black men also face the same trauma. That's, that's, that's exactly what I just said. Like... <laughs> There's no excuse. Those type of women, those category of women are either going to have to do better or die alone. That's all there is to it. And also raising those kids and have to take care of herself all at the same time. The black woman has been the be all in all in our community for half of a century. And now we want to turn around and say because she didn't do it perfectly enough or remain feminine enough when she had to absorb our responsibilities plus her own. That's insensitive. No, what's insensitive is for you to tell the general basis of black men that they need to look after women who chose to mess up their own lives. It's disingenuous and is insensitive to tell black men that it's their fault why a woman chose to choose, why a woman chose <laughs> to be with and to lay down with and to entertain messed up men. Why, why a woman kept passing up a Tyrone, you know, or a, a man of good stature for a man who ain't really got nothing going for himself. You know how it, it's not it's not too many, but I have come across a good amount of women, a few, a few women where they pass me up. And then a couple of years later, now they want to come back on around. The they done pass me up for the, all the, the hood dude, the hoodlum, the man who may look look better, who may got got his got the good shoes, all this type of stuff. <laughs> all of a sudden it don't work out because. He wasn't a good dude. He didn't know how to communicate well. He had temper problems. Now you want to come on back around. Because now you, you reminiscing about how I used to talk to you. And how I used to treat you. No. Get 
Get the fuck on. Peace. <laughs> Skedaddle elsewhere, please. Expeditiously. Don't come back on around here. You had your chance. You had your chance. And you chose to choose homeboy over me. It don't work like that. Disingenuous. I don't. I don't yeah, believe. Yeah, I can't. I mean, agree. I guess I, I do understand. I, what, I understand what you're saying. I'm not taking nothing have back yet from that. To tell me something that we've done systemically to combat that. Because you keep saying are, me and her. I don't care about me and her. Are, but there's plenty. Women of them. and men. Mm -hmm. Women and men as a group in right. the community. You understand? Right. We gave birth to that. You see? There he goes with this we and our and we and y'all. This is. Lord have mercy. So you say she had a couple kids already because she got she met men. She probably thought they was good. Some of them. They she left they, her. She knew they wasn't good. You don't know that, bro. She knew they wasn't good. You're like, making you know assumptions saying? about her. Would you make the same assumption if she was a white woman? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, I didn't hear this part of the of the interview. What? Umar, come on, fam. We're not dealing with, like, little kids. I know women, 22, 23, 24, like, people know better. They know better. You know when you're driving, you know to turn on your signal before going into the next lane. You know to look both ways before you walk down the street. You know when you bump into somebody, you say, excuse me. Stop playing this game. They, they know what they're doing. They know they're passing up the good men. They know they are. They know they self-sabotage themselves for their own demise. They know it. <laughs> if you're going to hold these men to the same stature, right? You can't, you can't be out here talking about it's the men's fault. If you're going to tell these men that because they choose... Or, or they keep entertaining low vibrational women that it's because they're low vibrational. These women keep running into low vibrational men because they're low vibrational. That's all there is to it. That's not to say that men are imperfect. That's not to say men don't have certain issues themselves. But let's be real. Let's be real. Anyways, let's continue. Yes, I would. So you say. No, no, come on, man. Come on, Listen, like I said, I, I feel like as a black we man. We don't hold them all accountable because black men date outside their race more than every other man put together. I said we. That's a lie. That's a lie. You can look that up for yourselves. That is a lie. But let's continue. Y'all three. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I but can't even, disprove even, that because I don't know you personally. Even that. Yeah, but if we look at the numbers, black men marry black women at an 87% rate where black women marry outside of their race um, or they, they marry outside at a 92%. Black women that's do not. No, no, no. You're that's wrong. Percentages you're of wrong. Part. That's not that much. Black women do not marry out the race more than black men. That's I'm not wrong. saying that. But the, the percentages black aren't that women, far off. That's black what I'm women have one of the highest, fastest growing interracial marriage rates. Mm -hmm. But her interracial marriage rate pales in comparison to what black men have been doing interracially for four or five decades. You understand? Oh, she don't even come close to what we're doing black, interracially. Black fathers are in the home more than any other group or race. Okay. So but what that, that has no value? It does have value, but we're going to put that up against the other statistic. Two-thirds of our kids are being raised by the women. 
Two-thirds of our kids are being raised by the women. Mm -hmm. And like I said, when I say being raised, I'm not saying there needs to be a father. I would like a father in that house. Yeah. But I know it's not enough of us to go around. Yeah. We are not even being accountable to the boys in the hood. And we're complaining about... I'm not from the hood. <laughs> what the white boy said, I come from the rough. <laughs> I ain't come from the hood, Dr. Umar. I don't feel obligated to look after the hood. The hood don't love me. Okay. What 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 uh Kendall Lamar say? I want the hood to love me. That was terrible. I'ma let I'ma let Dr. I'ma let uh Kendall Lamar sing that, but <laughs> you know that 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 uh the hearts part five, like he's like, I want the hood to love me bad. Look what I done for you. Like that was a beautiful. If y'all ever heard uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, that's that's a beautiful album. The whole the whole album in itself is to talk about like the hypocrisy of the black community. Beautiful, beautiful album. But you can't tell black men. I keep saying this. You can't tell black men that they're responsible for environments they were never from in the first place. Tell black men who came from the hood to go back to the hood. Tell the black men who who been to jail, who been there, done that, and and made a turnaround for themselves. Don't <laughs> don't tell somebody like me to go to the hood. The hood won't accept me. They won't. They see it. They feel it. He ain't about it. What does he know? They could see it on me. You know how many hood people that I know, they, they like, like, so many, uh, um, you know what I'm talking about, like, men from the hood, like, they, they know when somebody real, they know when somebody about it, because they, they just about that life. You know what I'm saying? They know I ain't about that life. That's why I don't get it. <laughs> when I'm around those type of people, they don't stub me, they don't mind me. Why? Because I'm not about that life. I never claimed to be have it i know my place <laughs> hood i know i like like i've done internships with with people who and i've been around people who've been in certain environments and certain they know hood people aren't bad let me just get that out there i don't know if that was to come off in that type of way people from the hood aren't bad they may have come from very messed up they may have come uh come from messed up environments but they're not bad they they really Nice people. I sound like a white boy. <laughs> They're really nice people if you really think about it. Just have conversations. But no, for real. Like, people from the hood, I have conversations with them all the time. I'm, I'm really good friends with, with a good few of them. They know who to watch out for, who to look for, who not to look for. They know, they know about all that. They ain't studying somebody like me. <laughs> Old country boy from the coastal plains of Georgia. They not studying me. You know? Thank you. Somebody said I do consistently be on cold. Thank you. Right, they could tell if you from there or not. Okay? They know they know they they ain't stud me. Anyways, let's continue. The women I'm ar I argue with women who are making babies yeah, with the irresponsible men that we didn't raise correctly. There goes the we again. It's bullshit. 
right. That's wimp ass weak man shit. Mm. Dr. Umar, what you're saying is wimp ass weak ass shit. Like that <laughs> telling men to go and and raise other people's households that are broken down that can't be repaired. That's that's wimp. That's that's what's being wimp wimpish and, and weak. Responsibility for our shit. Stop scapegoating yeah. them. Yeah, I could agree. I could agree to that. All that, I'm that, saying that, is, that. look at all we could be doing better, man. Oh, half, the, get... half the black boys in the fourth grade can't read. What black men doing about that systemically? Not not enough. I know I, what I, I'm I, doing about it. I'm I building agree. a school for it. Two of them. Mm-hmm. But systemically, as black men, what are we doing about that? Nothing. Black black black. You can't do nothing about it. That sounds bad, and it sounds pessimistic. You can't do nothing about it because it's not your it's not your problem. And some of those some of those stats when it comes to uh, black kids that you know when you when you put your kids into those type of environments and stuff like that they're not helping the kids. There's more things at hand than just the black men. There's a lot of other things that are playing at hand for why a black black boy or a black girl can't read in the same level as a as a non-black girl or boy in the same classroom same thing happened to me but i mean i was i was reading my books <laughs> i was reading i had a whole shelf of books when i was little i was in the fourth grade i'll never forget it i was in the fourth grade and they said that i read on a third grade level how how I'm in the fourth grade and they said I read on a third grade level. I could read just as good as all the other kids in the in the classroom. But it's the tests that they try to level you. And it's the, the, the test is stupid. But they tried to grade you during this test on whether you can read on a third grade or a fourth grade level. It's these words that they will put out, like you go in the computer room and they put these sentences together and they'll tell you what word to pick out to tell you like what type of grade level you read on. Stupid. It's ridiculous. Words I never even heard of before. Meanwhile, Char- 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 Charlie over here and, and Di- uh, Cheyenne over there. Cheyenne reading on the 11th grade level because her vocabulary is bigger than mine. But I can read I can read just as good as her, but because we don't talk the same way and we weren't raised up in the same environments and because I don't talk the same way she does and I don't use bigger words or more complex words, she reading on a 10th grade level in the 4th grade and I'm reading on a 3rd grade level in the 4th grade, supposedly. Ridiculous. Luckily, I had a wonderful mother, and she didn't stand for that BS. <laughs> she didn't stand for that BS. Because she knew better. She knew that I could read just as good as all the other kids. Them tests are, are very, very folly. It's kind of like the um, episode, for those who used to watch Good Times when y'all were growing up as kids, um, Michael... Um, Michael debated about the whole reason behind the IQ test. <laughs> about kids having a, a, a high IQ or a low IQ. And the questions that they ask to determine your IQ ain't really got nothing to do per se with your intellectual ability. 
you know, it is what it is. Let's finish up these last couple of minutes. Boys are the most unemployed teenager in America. What black men doing about that? Uh, somebody asked, obviously, public schools aren't it. Would you recommend homeschooling? I strongly recommend homeschooling. As a matter of fact, um, like when I when I talk to girls and like we we talk about like what you want to do for your kids, how many kids you want to have and stuff. I tell them first. I'm t the, the first thing I tell them is I want my kids homeschooled. That's the first thing I I want them homeschooled at least up until like middle school or high school, at least up until then. But I want to be responsible for them between the age of of three and and twelve, three and eleven. You know, I feel like they can they can maneuver to some to some extent in middle school and high school based on what I taught them in elementary during that time. But I, I strongly recommend homeschooling. Or, yeah, charter schools, private schools, stuff like that. Public schooling, yo. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I think I've talked about this before concerning, like, the public schooling and the whole system with, like, remedial classes and we're going to have to talk about that for a whole different day. I, I've talked about that in one of my podcast episodes. But uh, let's finish out this episode. Not See, the Pookie and Ray Ray you kept talking about? Mm -hmm. We letting them raise right before our eyes. And then we want to criticize us for ending up with one when we should have made sure there were none. Well, Listen, we, again. We, all got we all got choices. Just like if I choose to live a lifestyle. You're dealing that with could, individualism that could, I can't deal with that. But that's part of choices. No, it's not. We have to deal with this systemically. He brought up a question earlier. And he said, did we make these problems on our own? Or was there some, some systemics involved? Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. systemics. Okay. In 1970, they shut down the factories. They took out the industrial mm -hmm. building jobs. Uh, 1980, dropped off the crack and the AIDS. Mm -hmm. 1990, the Bill Clinton crime bill. There's systemic factors at play. Mm -hmm. You totally... Divorce your analysis from any systemic factors at all. You ain't mentioned one. You keep talking about her and Pookie and Ray Ray with the kids. You ain't say shit about the systemics. That's exactly what white folks want you to do. That's Lord. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Dr. Umar. I'm an individualist at heart. Let me just say that first and foremost. I am not a community-based person unless it deals with my personal community that I build on social media. Aside from that, I'm an individualist at heart. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't look out for people. That doesn't mean that I won't be a helping hand to somebody. That doesn't mean that I won't look out for a fellow brethren or a fellow sister. That just means that I look out for myself first and my inner circle and my people and my family and my blood and my kin first before anything else. It's not to say I'm selfish and I and I keep everything and I hoard everything for myself. I'm an individualist at heart. I will save thyself, myself, okay? I will save myself before anybody else. Anywho. White folks want you to I'm do. Saying Ignore that I have made... what I've done to your women and scapegoat her. Because that's what she's doing to you. She's ignoring what the system did to you. And she's going to mm -hmm. scapegoat you. And, and We're they, both and... scapegoating each other. Okay. That's fair. That's your fair. analysis mm -hmm. is feeding the gender war. It's not solving it. Mm. Listen, I, 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 I don't mind us holding the right. women accountable. I don't okay. mind us holding the men accountable. Right? Yeah. But when are we going to hold the system accountable as well? 
That's fair. And if we're going to hold the system accountable, that also means we got to make our own systems too. Our Black men have not been manly in quite some time when it comes to raising boys. How would you suggest that black men take on the role of leadership? With, Especially with, when there's an attack on yeah. black men. That's another vague and disingenuous statement. How can you tell black men that they haven't been raising their kids the way they need to or that black men haven't been manly in a while? Of all the black men that have come to the forefront between 1865 and 2023, how can you make such a statement? You don't know every black man. And got the, the audacity to go on a platform and say that black men haven't been manly in a while. Lord have mercy. Um, he's not realizing that you can't control another person. You can encourage them to do better. You look out for them. But if Pookie wants to be a Pookie, you can't make him otherwise. Facts. That part. Masculinity. Without women willing to listen to us. You get what I'm saying? How do we prove our worth or take back the take leadership Take care of the boys. Role? You want the women back? Take care of these damn boys. They run in the hood, killing people at will, flunking out of school, following the leader of the gangster rappers. There's a whole bunch of stuff we can do mm -hmm. that ain't got nothing to do with the women, boys and men. Do you understand? Deal with the boys and the men. Leave her out of it and go straight to the boys. And you'll get her respect back. Give uh, <laughs> You want me to put up with them little rascals? The boys, that, that's, that's how you win her heart over. Is, is you deal with her trauma that she instilled in the boys. <laughs> the, the, the trauma, the mistreatment, the, 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 temper tan, uh, uh, the temper tantrums, all that. All that she instilled in her child from age 6 to age 12, she wants you to deal with that. Ridiculous. I'm wave at some of the people up in here. That's ridiculous. Jobs, give them education. Give them training. Give them your time. They not getting none of that from black men. We don't give a shit about black boys. And then we're going to get mad at her for ending up with one later in life. It's ridiculous. Like you I create said, we, the we product get... and get mad for her for ending up consuming the product. She could consume whatever she wants. I'm just saying... <laughs> As a black man, it's not about her consuming whatever she wants, brother. Because if we're trying to fix the black community, everybody and everything matters. See, and that's the problem. The purpose shouldn't be trying to save the black community. That may sound like a sellout statement, but that's not the purpose. The purpose is to do what. What can you do for yourself? The purpose shouldn't be trying to save the black community. It can't be saved. <laughs> Maybe it's not meant to be saved. That sounds bad. But you, when you look at the grand scope of things, the best, the, the best thing you can do is raise con productive and intelligent black people in your household. To look out for your, your, your cousins and your nephews and your, your nieces and your cousins. And instill something in them, your brothers and your sisters. Not looking after other people's kids and trying to instill something in them.
Some people were just meant to, to be on the wayside. Crazy. Matters. It's and not individual. You're an but, individualist. You're not thinking as a community. Your whole analysis is based on me and her. Step out of that shit. Mm-hmm. This is the systems at play. You understand? Right. Multiple black men screwed up. Mm-hmm. Multiple black women screwed up. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Look at the systemic nature and say, what system do we need to create as black men to prevent the Pookie and Ray Ray from coming into existence? Or I, as a black man, can just look for a woman that is healed, that is leading in her femininity, that doesn't have a child by that. another woman. But that doesn't solve community problems. We're talking about community solutions. That's individualism. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you heard him. The man said, or I could choose a woman who is level headed, who done her process of healing, who know what it does, what it takes to treat a man. And we could build a family. We could build intelligent and proper and healthy black kids. That sounds good and all, but that's individualism. That's not good enough. Lord, we, y'all just have to leave Dr. Umar to learn the hard way, okay? <laughs> At this point, y'all just have to leave Dr. Umar to let him learn for himself. Because that, that just don't make no damn sense. How can you tell a young black man that him looking out for himself and his future and finding a good black woman to raise kids with and raise a family with is good, but it's not good enough. And see, Dr. Umar's purpose is community-based, and, and, and it's community-based, and it's nation-based, it's collective-based. You're not going to go anywhere with that. You can only go so far. You can only go so far with that type of mindset, and you just have to deal with things from what can you do for yourself. The whole purpose, you know, and, and like... Uh, Message to the Black Man is the best book I've ever read in terms of consciousness. The best book I've ever read. And in that book, it, it emphasizes doing for self. And of course, doing for self in terms of black people. But what can you do for yourself individually? What can you do for yourself to make you stand out? Even in the Bible, it tells you to let your light shine that men may see your good works and glorify the Father. The Father is talking about supreme consciousness. You can only attract other people or or be an example to other people or resonate to other people by setting the example. Some people, talk is cheap. (laughs) As the old saying goes, talk is cheap. They want to see action. If they see you maintaining your household and raising your kids right and you setting an example for your kids and your wife, they look at you and be like, dang, I want something like that. You know? But y'all let me know how y'all personally feel about this respectfully in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. And for those who are listening to me on Spotify, make sure you answer the panel um, that is below you know, on Spotify that is below this audio and let me know what what's the best part you got out of this podcast episode. You know, you can also hit me up in the DMs as well. We can have this type of discussions as well. Don't forget to like the video on YouTube. Till next time. We out. The way 
brought me a song in the night that spoke in the softening light words of a lonely one unknown caught in the darkening scene whispering mysteries where can that poet be away island he lets his poems drift on the sea immersed in the warmth of the current they touch the deep heart.